0: It's taken quite a lot of work, rather more than I expected, actually, to be honest. And why is that? Because of the names of fungi and how they change. And some of them are, rather than being an individual species, a whole conglomeration of things people don't properly understand. And that does create some problems if you're making a list of names.
1: What's the importance, do you think, of having a publication like this?
0: Well, I think it should be It should be a stimulus to other people to record fungi. This is what the Isle of Man Fungus Group does. It wants to record fungi to know what's what's rare, what's common, and what's the distribution, why are things growing where they do. So that's what we're doing it for.
1: And have there been any surprise finds, because obviously once you start compiling lists like this you usually start finding some things which are very common and widespread throughout and other things which are the other end of the scale, rare as hen's teeth.
0: Well. I think the thing that we're most proud of is the fact that we've added quite a lot of new species to this list in the 10 years of the fungus group. That's what our achievement is. I think 316 new species for the island. Now, very few people can say that if they're bird watchers or enthusiasts for plants or insects or Mm -hmm. earthworms.
1: And let's just talk a little bit about the fungus group itself, because I know uh, you and I have gone out doing little forays going way back, further back than i probably like to think, come to think of it, before there was a fungus group. And it was something that you were always keen to do and sort of wanted to get going on the Isle of Man. And as you say, it's what, 10 years now?
0: Yes well it's coming up to eleven years. This was really an anniversary publication. We were really fortunate We had the sponsorship of Culture Vanin for our anniversary event, which we held in twenty twenty two and in um this year, this publication is is the other part of that grant so this is this is our milestone i think
1: and what's membership been like? do you think it's because it seems looking at the face of it that it seems to be an increased interest in things like Fungi on the other hand, Man, I think nature generally, but perhaps fungi in particular?
0: Oh, I think there's a huge interest in fungi, quite much wider than just the Isle of Man, but there is, uh, yeah, the puzzle of the mysteriousness of fungi. What we, own, we see is only the fruit body. We don't know really what's going on underground. A lot of interest. We've got a huge number of people on Facebook posting photographs uh, a lot of interest in this publication, but I think that people are some people are disappointed it's not a guide, it's not got photographs, it's not an identification guide. There's plenty of information about that sort of thing on the internet in, and in books. What this is, is very particular to the island and it helps people to understand what's rare and what's common here.
1: And to be fair, I think the the clue is in the name, isn't it? It doesn't claim to be a field guide. It is clearly labelled as a checklist of fungi in the Isle of Man, which is exactly what it is.
0: It is, yeah, and and I hope it'll be useful. But it's going to need revising because every time we go out, we find new species. Even in the last fortnight, I've added um, two earth tongues, which we didn't know about before.
1: And I suppose that's going to ask you, like, is it something you can see being updated every sort of year, four years, five years or more?
0: Well, I think the first thing to do is to get um, an up-to-date version onto an online platform and then we'll keep that up-to-date and then we may do another printed publication in maybe five years.
1: And this all plays in a way into the whole sort of biosphere Isle of Man picture as well, I guess, this idea of having a great understanding of exactly what we actually do have here on the Isle of Man.
0: It's really exciting that we're finding a lot of wax cap grasslands. That's something that is quite noticeable from the time in the last two or three years. I've really found a lot of very exciting, rich grasslands, which require a particular type of management. So our next job is to talk to the people who own those wonderful grasslands and to make sure that the continued short grass without fertiliser. And do they appreciate that? I haven't really got started on that. <laughs> I've been busy with this. <laughs>
1: Which is fair enough. Uh, Is there an appreciation generally? Because you're saying there's more and more people getting uh, certainly interested in fungi and maybe joining the Allerman fungus group. But I suppose there are lots of different reasons people like it. I know some people uh, like it for the scientific reasons and like, as you say, adding to the database, you've got others who have seen some fantastic photographers who take some wonderful pictures and just see them as objects of beauty in the natural world. And then, of course, there are people who like to forage.
0: Yes, and many people start with an interest perhaps in eating them or photographing them and get more interested in understanding them and how they, how they live and how they grow and where they grow and how common they are.
1: And how do they, when we're talking about new species, because obviously things like, I don't know, birds, if new birds are spotted in the Isle of Man, they clearly kind of flown over or could have been blown off course if they're migrating. Plants again, we can have seeds being carried over by birds or blowing in the wind and such like. Can the same thing happen for fungi? So we record a new fungus, is it, it, will it have travelled somehow to the Isle of Man, do you think? Or has it always been there and just never recorded
0: uh, probably some of each of those. The orange ping pong bat fungus that we found um, on a foray a month or so back that has been slowly moving up through Europe now it originated in Madagascar then it colonized Australia and it's been moving up through Europe and is considered a, an alien species. However, it's much more difficult to say that about some of the others. It may just been they've been overlooked. They're little brown chaps and nobody was really interested in them. (laughs)
1: Little brown, LBJs as they're known in the fungus field, isn't it? (laughs) Little brown guys. Oh, yeah, we'll pass on that. Is it something that anyone can get into? Because I think certainly it, it can get quite technical quite quickly once you start getting into the microscopy.
0: Well, there's some fungi that are really easy to recognize. Um, and then there are others which you can say, oh, there's a good chance it's that. And I can do identification. We do quite a lot of identification of people's photographs on Facebook. Others, we say, well, that could be interesting. I'd like to see the specimen of that. And then you really have to confirm it with microscopy and chemicals. And we have a small mm-hmm. core of people. And we're training two more young ladies in identification using microscopes. So that's what we're... We're working on the the core of us work on that but there's a lot of other enjoyments you can get without Mm. having to to start looking at them very very closely
1: do you still enjoy a bit of foraging on the side
0: occasionally but actually i've been put off i think now that there are dogs on nearly every square inch of this island that does actually put me off eating fungi now
1: (laughs) and what about any favorites because i mean i know you've mentioned uh, some you've recorded some of yourself with your first finds on the Isle of Man. Any star finds or any ones which you just love to see when you're out uh, looking around and doing forays?
0: Well, I think the earth stars, I think the earth stars are fascinating. They, they're like little puffballs that push themselves up on off the ground on these petals. That, um, it's They're, they're uh, quite a pretty little thing.
1: They're great. It's a fantastic publication. We've got a copy in front of us. As uh, Liz was saying, it is not a field guide. So if you're looking for a field guide, there are lots and lots of very good ones on the market. And you can see recommendations. And I'm sure you speak to Liz or anyone from the fungus group, they'll be maybe to give you recommendations of good ones to start if you're fostering an interest in fungi. If people would like to get hold and see what's actually on the Isle of Man so that they are going out and about, out and about they can check some of the fungi they might have found. Are copies still available?
0: Yes, we still have some copies. We may have to print some more, but uh, we'll do that. And uh, we have an email address, which is fungusiom at gmail.com.
1: Lovely. I think it's £10, is that right? £10, yes. Brilliant. And again, just for general, is it the same email if people are interested in finding out more, getting involved with the club?
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, that's the club's email address. And uh, thanks again to Culture Vanin for helping us to do this.
1: It's a terrific publication. It's a great, like you say, well, it's a real sense of achievement, I think, after 10 years, you think, from starting from scratch, as it were, to now have this really professional-looking checklist for the Isle of Man. Certainly the first of the kind. I've sort of seen like this, albeit I'm sure there are records beforehand, as you say, but it's marvellous to have that and look forward to uh, future volumes, as they say. Good.